That's because you are failing to educate them, not because what you're pitching is a good idea. Yeah. Their lack of intelligence does not constitute an emergency <laughs> on my part. <laughs> Stop it. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the vitamin B. Naked apple. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of jumping the gun, <laughs> is that why is that why people listen all the way through our episodes is to get to the good part at the end? The good part at the end? Probably. <laughs> Gotta wait till the very end. <laughs> it's important. Don't, it's don't, impotent. Don't tell them you can skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that's a thing? Uh-huh. 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 It's been a week. It's been a week. June is officially over. So long, gay boys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is the month of it is the month of uh, the American spirit. Here's like an actual customer out here. Uh, what's uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Where are your parents? yes you know i i had heard there was a little bit of outrage um well not not so much outrage as there was outright terror um from the pride flags being replaced with american flags last last few days is that because they have less stripes probably than the american flag less color a little jealous in in general yeah they replaced it with something that has more representation than ours. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> well, that was a good episode. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> now that we've now that we've effectively offended ten percent of the population that will never listen to us. <laughs> Only ten percent. I'm being generous. That's fair. <laughs> Hopeful, maybe. Hopeful. <laughs> Just it cup of optimism at 10 percent of which population yes oh, okay <laughs> both sides <laughs> just checking so 20 percent <laughs> oh wait wait <laughs> this is getting worse <laughs> so much worse <laughs> ah with that hearty hi-ho <clears throat> and a good chuckle i think we need uh to amplify that with a little uh a little bit of the uh, vitamins. Vitamin. Time yeah. for the vitamin Bs. Vitamin B. Hello and welcome to the Naked Apple. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that is all. That is all. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> Vitamin B, we have some news for you today. Yay. Yes, we're going to start out with the most important thing that has happened recently. Ooh. R. Kelly was released after revealing he was just one of Ghislaine Maxwell's clients. Ah, uh, yes, the get out of uh, 
pedophile jail free card. Yes, yes. In other news, a woman starting to think company offering to kill her kid doesn't have her best interests at heart. I wonder where she got that idea. Uh, it couldn't have been from us last week. <coughs> uh, couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. Cogs uh, in the machine. We have so many things to go over with the January 6th committee. Uh, as they announced um, today that Cassidy Hutchinson told them that she heard Mark Meadows say that a Secret Service agent's friend's cousin's <laughs> husband once heard that one of Trump's other aides said she thinks she heard him say he wanted to do an insurrection. <laughs> heard it from a friend who... But this is all fine and dandy as they also announced that the star witness, Amber Heard, is going to testify in the January 6th committee hearing. <laughs> Upcoming. Star witness, huh? Yep, star witness. Mm. Star witness. Um, this, of course, is overshadowed by the fact that British Parliament has formed a Jan July 4th commission <laughs> to uh, investigate colonial insurrection. <clears throat> They're going to be mighty surprised when they come to that conclusion. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. Yes, indeed. Holy crap. They're their own country? <laughs> Since when? Since when? <laughs> Filthy colonials. Speaking of train wrecks, uh, disaster after impractical jokers get a hold of Biden's cheat sheet. <laughs> if anything, that'd make it better. Wouldn't it, though? Wouldn't it, though? <laughs> now tell them inflation isn't happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and speaking of unfortunate accidents... Uh, World Economic Forum banner slips revealing a Hydra logo in their most recent uh, news conference. They were quick to try to jump up and hide that one. They were. They were. It uh, doesn't jokes. help that most of their uh, forefront people, like Klaus Schwab, have supervillain names. And accents. And accents. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe don't pick a guy with a heavy German accent and a villainous name and a bald head <laughs> to be your point, man. Three for three, I think they might have a supervillain on their hands. <laughs> All he's missing is presentation. <laughs> it's the difference between a villain and a supervillain. <laughs> presentation, that is correct. Uh, this has been your Vitamin B. Ta-ta I'm so glad we got that cleared up. Fabulous. Fabulous. Fantabulous, even. Yes. Yes. If you haven't already, you should share this episode, even though you have no idea what's about to happen. In fact, that would be preferable to waiting until <laughs> later. Until the end. <laughs> you, do you've it already, now. You've already seen the offenses we can do before we talk about that, let alone <laughs> what can happen after. Just you wait. <laughs> We're just getting started. But wait, there's more. <laughs> ah, it's almost like we're intentionally offensive. Because we don't care. Correct. Correct. <laughs> if you don't care, why do you do the show? Because I don't care. That's how it works.
No, see, I don't care about offending people. I care about things that are going on, and I just don't care about people. I just don't care whether or not you take offense by the actual solutions. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> just because that's your point of view, just because that's the point of fact. Speaking of Fair. point of facts, what is the liberal world order? Well, you see, it's... Um, it's like the, um, you remember when the Nazis did the, oh, I'm not going to go there. Uh, uh, um, yeah, there's this whole website dedicated to uh, the liberal world order. And they even have a wonderfully made 80s style video with so the, glorious. With a thing that absolutely does not look like the Death Star is their symbol. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, that can, is completely not the Death Star. You can watch that eight minutes of trash to learn absolutely nothing useful. Or you can read through six sections of absolutely useless information to find out that it's all about the UN. And why the UN should be in charge of things. You know, to, to promote democracy. Because that sounds like the worst idea anybody's yes, ever come up with. Yes, and it's, it's a system that's in place even for those that don't choose to follow. Because that's a system that works. is a system that everybody doesn't get on board with. Oh, yes. Wait. Oh, wait. Well, oh. Uh, mm. I mean, that's why Marxism works so well. Yes, because... Because you just kill everybody that doesn't want to get on board with. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's not what they're talking about here. God, when they say liberal, they don't mean like left wing or Democrat or anything like that. Sure. They mean, let's see, I, I got I to gotta find it real quick. They mean it's countries are encouraged to be democratic and to open their economies to the rest of the world. Because democracy is the worst form of government. Wait. Yes. Well, the rest of their codex is, except for all others, have been tried. That's true. However, he was talking about the United States and its republic. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yes. Which is often mistitled as a democracy. democracy. Which it is not. It is a republic. Yes. So if you want the best form of government, it's not what they're pitching. They they want you to be they want to be sure that you don't uh, you don't conflate it with it being designed by the Democratic Party of the United States, <clears throat> or it's that countries are encouraged to implement left wing ideologies. No, 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 none of those. It's their countries are encouraged to be democratic and to open their economies to the rest of the world, which is absolutely not at all the first two. Heaven forbid we said. mistake this for the hot garbage that it is. <laughs> Yeah, you can can learn all about the who and how great they are and how terrible the United States is because we didn't follow their recommendations. Everybody for COVID. knows you never go full retard. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome. Yes, yeah. Uh, the the who is a little upset that countries like the United States and well the rest of civilized world decided to ignore their advice on uh, COVID stuff. It's a 
damn shame. If only we had listened, then maybe everyone would have still gotten sick. Maybe. It is interesting to point out, though, uh, funding for the WHO. Uh, the United States is number one, of course, unfortunately. Um, some $890 million. million. Dollars. Second place is the country of Bill and Melinda Gates. Found de- ha! Huh. Is at $531 million. In a year. A, a year. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably why people in uh, the Dakotas are a little upset at Bill Gates buying up tons of farmland up there. Hmm. You know, it's 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 nothing to do with a potential food crisis happening that could cause a health crisis. It has nothing to do with that. No, they have a whole map of countries that ignored <laughs> their pandemic advice. It was only all of Europe: <laughs> Italy, France, Spain, Portugal, the UK, Ireland, Germany, Austria, Hungary, Slovenia, Austria. I already said Austria. Czech Republic, Poland, Ukraine. Oh, no wonder. All of Russia, Kazakhstan, India, Pakistan, Australia, Bangladesh, Thailand, Malaysia. Holy shit. It's only it like doesn't half, stop. It's only like half the country. South Africa, <laughs> Zimbabwe, Arab Republic of Egypt, Algeria, Morocco, Brazil, Peru, some places in Central America. But not China. No, no. no China followed to the letter. They locked everyone in their houses with welders. They followed everything to the T, to the point where they didn't even disclose information to the WHO about what was going on. And the WHO said, yep, it all checks out. Hmm. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah, we need to... We need to do that. Is there a reason why they've named Russia the Russian Federation instead of just Russia? Because it's the Federation of Russia. Hmm. I guess implying that there are some sort of states within Russia, like Ukraine used to be. Ah. I'm hmm. guessing. And they just said, yeah, we'll just stay with Russia. Anyway, why is that important? Well, because Biden's guy, Brian Deese, economic advisor uh-huh decided to uh say this in response to a question from cnn the military analyst the director of national intelligence uh, they say that this could be a long e- a war measured in years and i think everybody understands why this is happening but is it sustainable what do you say to those families who say listen we can't afford to pay 485 a gallon for months if not years this is just not sustainable 
Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. But at the same time, what I'd say to that family and to Americans across the country is you have a president administration that is going to do everything in its power to blunt those price increases and bring those prices down. Yes, of course you are, which is why you've denied and shut down oil production across the country. Uh, Yeah, it's it's all to promote. It's about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. Mm. Okay. Mm. And then they say that we've seen the price come down 20 cents over the last two weeks. Where exactly did we see that? Yeah, because I just filled up for five bucks at Costco. Five that cheap? Everywhere I'm looking at, it's between like five thirty and five fifty in Utah right now. Right, five bucks at Costco. That's fair. Cost, Co. Costco. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Utah actually produces a lot of oil. So. Um. Uh, Utah is generally fairly close to the national average. Yeah. Yeah. So that's comforting. Just a lot. Just a lot comforting. A lot of comfort in these times of trouble. But hey, remember, Mother Mary came to me. They saved us 16 cents last year on the 4th of July. Uh, How much did they save us this year? (laughs) Well, they cut 20 cents off of gas over the last week. So there's that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I mean, it's still a net negative in how much we're paying, but you know, <laughs> or net positive. But uh, you know, it's interesting because uh, I believe a poll came out recently of Biden's approval rating, and it's something like thirty-six percent. Ouch! And among Democrats, it's in the mid seventies. Not not uh, preferable, I, I would say. Um, <clears throat> typically, polling results like that make uh, administration and politicians kind of reverse course at least a little bit, if not hit the brakes. Generally. But no, they're, uh, they're all in. In fact, they just sent more money to Ukraine, I'm sure. That's just the typical thing they do. Of, how about we send more money to Ukraine? For what? They need it. For what? Well, they're fighting a war. Are they or are we fighting a war? A war. Well, they're fighting it. Are we fighting a proxy war or are they fighting a war? Because <laughs> last time we got involved with a proxy war, we ended up in that area or, for 20 years. Or are we laundering money through a, a country at war right now? What is the benign, innocent explanation as to why we keep sending money over there. <clears throat> Wait, there's an innocent explanation? I said, what is the benign oh. innocent explanation? <laughs> I contend there is none. In fact, Rasmussen did a little poll of likely voters and uh, um, to see their top issues for the midterm. And they also polled U.S. legacy media to see what they believe likely voters believe is an issue. <clears throat> Among voters for the midterm, 
they feel that inflation is number one. But our economy's on the rise, I'm told. Oh. It's stronger than ever. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, all evidence to the contrary, but okay. Aside from everything, yes. <laughs> if you discount all evidence, then you might be correct. You might just maybe be correct. Um, so at 87% concerned, 60% very concerned. That's uh, quite the number. Election integrity. Especially since that equals out to more than 100%. Yes, I don't know how exactly that uh, computes. I don't either. Election integrity <laughs> is number two. Huh. 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 I wonder why. 83% are concerned. 61% are very concerned. So is it 61% of the 83% or like there's 100% total? I, 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 yeah. 17% now are not you, concerned. Now that you say that, I think you are correct. 83% are concerned. And of that 83%, 61% are very concerned. Or it's 83 are concerned and very concerned. Or Yes, that's what I mean. Yes. yes. Sorry, I don't know how better to word that. Yes. So, so 61% of the overall 100 are very concerned, but they're also included in the 83% that are just concerned. So there's just 22% that are concerned. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Violent crime, 83% concerned, 51% very concerned. I would say yes to these three. The other 30% all have a lot of guns. <laughs> so they're only slightly concerned. Rising gas prices, 82% concerned, 60% very concerned. Illegal immigration, 77% concerned, 50% very concerned. School issues, 76% concerned. And those are rookie numbers. We need to get those numbers up. <laughs> exactly. Where does uh, legacy media fall in line? So MSNBC, NBC, all those fun institutions. Abortion rights comes in at number one at 63% <coughs> and 42%. Let's see. The, uh, it doesn't even come close to the sixth issue on that list up above. Nope. Capital riot investigation. 59% important. 43% very important. Please <clears throat> be kind and don't retweet this. Please do not. Be kind to legacy media. <laughs> kind. They just came off their feel-good month. They're feeling a little low. COVID-19. <laughs> Number three, 57% concerned, 22% very concerned. The dumpster fire that is legacy media. These guys. Climate change, 54% concerned, 32% very concerned. LGBTQ issues, 42-23. I also love the fact that they have changed it from mainstream media to legacy media. <laughs> As if they're fading out, you know, into the... Uh, insinuating that they are... No longer worthwhile. <laughs> Which is reflected in the um, polling here. Which do you consider more important to America's national interest? Defending the Ukraine against Russian invasion, th invasion 36%. Defending U.S. southern border against illegal immigration, 53%. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, they actually got one right. Kind of. Kind yeah. of. 
You know, it was number five in everybody else's, you know, illegal immigration, 77% concerned, 50% very concerned. Yes, it was... Uh, it's, uh, 53% defending the U.S. southern border against illegal immigration. That's part of it. There's there's at least does, 53%. It at least took precedence over sending money to Ukraine. Yes. So I'll give a reach to the hat. Not a tip of the hat, but a reach to the hat. <laughs> For that one. <laughs> I might flick my finger in the general direction of my hat. <laughs> Which finger? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> that one. Yes. If it had wings, it would fly. <laughs> Almost like a bird. Almost. Like a bird. Almost. <laughs> Not quite like a bird, but pretty close. <laughs> so... So, yeah, so all of this information and Biden and Democrats aren't changing course at of all. Of course they aren't changing course. They have an agenda to accomplish. Almost as if they're part of a religion. Yeah. Or uh, some form of cult. Yeah, which is yes. a religion. Yeah. Which a religion is, I guess I should Well, say. I mean, yeah, all, all religions are cults, but not all cults are religions. Yes. Tis true. Yes. And I just offended literally everyone. <laughs> welcome So aboard. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but no, really, by definition. That's why I'm atheist. All religions are cults. That's but why. not all cults are religion. That's why I'm atheist. Atheism is a cult. It's a cult. Congrats. Well done. <laughs> Change my mind. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> because one of the many definitions of cults is... Great devotion to a person, idea, object, movement, or work. Uh-huh. Well, that's why I'm atheist, so I don't have devotion to anything. That's an idea. <laughs> Brain matter. <laughs> Get some. Get some. Ah. You know, it's a... Uh, that's part of why crap like this is so hard to uproot because someone that's a religious zealot is basically impossible to change their mind, which is why the Middle East, the same group of people fight over that armpit of the world over and over again because they zealously decide that it's theirs. Mm -hmm. They kick the Russians out. They kick the U.S. out multiple times. <laughs> they still do whatever they want to do there because uh, they have a certain conviction. And it's looking like uh, the Democrats and the Biden administration have this similar conviction with just nothing that concerns the American people. Yeah. Well, you know. Almost as if they're trying to, I don't know, implement the liberal world order, I guess is the cool thing to call it now. But what do I know? <laughs> I'm just looking at stuff that's in front of me. LWO. Lowo. 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 Um There's an opinion piece out of the New York Times. Oh yay. It was behind a paywall, so naturally I searched for it anywhere else and found it. No problem. Cuz <laughs> that's that's what happens to New York Times. <laughs> a Supreme Court head-scratcher 
is a colonial musket analogous to an AR-15? Well, no, but I'm pretty sure that a warship would be. A warship would be. <laughs> I mean, you know, as far as if, as if far you're going to talk about fire, what you are and aren't allowed to have, you know, I mean, the fact that they were allowed to own warships is kind of yeah, uh, a non-starter for everything else that you want to take away. Just saying. Well, they had no idea such weapons could even exist when they made that. They had a repeating rifle at the time. Yeah, there was even uh, the puckle gun. Yes, the puckle gun. Yeah. Puckle gun's always a fun thing to talk about. Mostly because it's got the word puckle in it. Yes. It's hard to not know what that is once you've heard it. 1722 is uh, when it was made, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. A few years. Seven, 1718. It's patented. Yes. Patented in 1718. Um, and it was first referred to as a machine gun in 1722. Yeah. Uh, in a shipping manifest. Because it used machining, uh, machinery to fire. Mainly. <clears throat> and it went... Puck, 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 puck. Yes, and it was also invented by James Puckle. Uh-huh. Which is why it was called the Puckle Gun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... Uh, it was designed to be used on ships. So, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and repeating rifles, like you said... The technology was actually advancing pretty quickly at the time, so they had an idea that uh, this isn't where it's going to end, is stuffing a bullet in the end of a thing and then pulling the trigger. Flintlock revolvers <coughs> were also a thing, which is basically what the puckle gun was, was a giant flintlock revolver. A very giant <laughs> revolver. <laughs> so they, they had quite a few concepts of what uh-huh. futuristic guns would could be. Had just saying. Had cannons of various sizes. Um, Grape shot. Had, yeah, different types of ammo for said cannons. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this whole opinion piece is difficult to get through because it's just... Because it's written by the New York Times? It's written by the New York Times. Which is to say poorly. And it's filled with bleh. But, uh... Basically, their concern is, let's see, where was it? Uh, let's see, Clarence Thomas, Justice Clarence Thomas, majority opinion last Thursday, expanding gun rights, chisels into constitutional law, a questionable and judge-empowering form of historical reasoning. This is such a long sentence. Intelligible only to a very small number of legal elites. And people that actually understand the, the Constitution. Constitution. The result will likely be a Second Amendment jurisprudence increasingly out of step with public opinion. See, that's the court doesn't care about public opinion. Court Should shouldn't care, care about public opinion. <laughs> court decisions ever more inscrutable to the hundreds of millions of people whose lives they affect. That's because you are failing to educate them, not because... 
what you're pitching is a good idea. Yeah. Their lack of intelligence does not constitute an emergency <laughs> on my part. <laughs> yeah, they're worried because New York, because uh, Supreme Court said New York can't require people to show proper cause before they get a concealed carry permit. Yes, because that would infringe upon the rights of the Second Amendment, which states yes. that it is the right of the people to keep and bear arms. Uh-huh. Yeah, the... Uh, <clears throat> Very explicitly, in those exact words, states it, in fact. It's, it's a roundabout way of saying, the people get it, you have to prove that they don't. Which yes. is impossible, based off the way that the Second Amendment is written. But... Yes. <laughs> no matter how hard they try with the militia thing... If you actually read the Second Amendment, that argument makes zero sense whatsoever. A whole zero? A whole negative zero. Oh, we're getting imaginary now. Yes. The ruling effectively... Just like their argument. The ruling effectively negates similar laws in states where nearly a quarter of Americans live. Oh, no. And limits the power of lawmakers to regulate concealed handguns in public places. Oh, no. Oh, no, people have more freedom to exercise their constitutional rights. Oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> the large problem with the decision is the reasoning that underpins, that underpins it, which will have far-reaching consequences for Second Amendment doctrine. Uh-huh. The majority rejected the Second Amendment analysis adopted throughout the federal appellate courts, which evaluated both history and contemporary evidence because they're supposed to use the Constitution, and instead endorsed a purely historical approach that diminishes, if not eliminates, the relevance of the real-life costs and benefits of gun regulation. Oh, no. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> From now on, the constitutionality of firearm regulations, like prohibitions on guns on airplanes or in the hands of domestic abusers, will depend solely on whether they are, in some ill-defined sense, analogous to a historical regulation not whether they are effective in preventing serious harms. Okay, uh. so you want to pass laws to make sure that uh, the domestic abusers, so people that break the law, and people that bring guns on airplanes, people that break the law, will not be able to break the law. So, that is the idea, yes. In so doing, you are preventing people who responsibly would carry guns on airplanes and responsibly carry guns to protect themselves against domestic abusers from doing so. Imagine how much different 9-11 uh, would have been if the pilots were allowed to carry and if the uh, passengers were allowed to carry. But weren't they at the time? I mean, they didn't have the security they do now. Yeah, and now we have security that can't even catch their own tests. Well, this is not a mundane detail, Michael! Yeah. Yeah. I gotta look that up now. Gotta look what up now. Uh, what are we control effing? <laughs> Here it is. When was this? This was back in 2015. Uh, when was this one? 2017. Okay, I just <clears throat> lost a lot of faith in humanity. Did you? Because I just started a Google search for when did it become illegal, and the number one option is to beat your wife. 
<laughs> the number two option is to smoke indoors. The number three option is to drink and drive. And the number four option is to own a cannon. I don't believe it is illegal to own a cannon. It is not illegal to own a cannon. <clears throat> Seeing as how you can make them as assignments in physics class. The one after that is to marry a cousin. The one after that is to smoke on planes, to sell ivory, and to use asbestos in the UK. These are the top searches on Google. Good job, Google. For when did it become illegal? Anyway, this first result, conducted back in 2015, TSA fails 95% of airport security tests conducted by Homeland Security. They got all the water bottles, but they uh, didn't catch all the firearms and uh, knives and stuff that slipped through the system. Good job. Yeah, that TSA. That, uh, yeah. Um, anyways. Um, <clears throat> say the fate of gun laws will depend more than ever on the whims of federal judges. No, not when the judge says, uh, the Constitution says no. The majority of the case last week, New York Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, said that alternative forms of licensing for concealed carrying, such as shall issue laws, that provide more objective criteria for licensees are still constitutional. Those laws require authorities to issue a concealed carry permit to anyone who meets certain mostly objective criteria as opposed to New York law, which require permit applications to show proper cause. Yes. <clears throat> hey, I want a concealed carry thing. Okay, yeah, you haven't broken any laws. Here's your license. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh... Now, the Second Amendment, far from being a second-class right, as many gun rights supporters complain, appears to enjoy more insulation from modern regulatory demands than almost any other constitutional provision. It's because it's the uh, only provision that says, shall not be infringed. That's uh, kind of a hard legal thing to loop around. I know it's uh, legalese, it's hard to understand, but it's there. Indeed, the court's own application of its historical test threatens to create a one-way ratchet in favor of ever more expansive gun rights. For example, modern guns are vastly more powerful than colonial-era muskets. Yet Justice Thomas indicated that these contemporary weapons presumptively fall within a category of constitutionally protected arms. Uh-huh. Because arms isn't specific to any specific arm. It is just arms. Whether it's a sword, a mace... A rifle, a boat, a cannon, a jet, they are all arms. At the same time, present-day regulations responding to the increased danger posed by modern firearms could, fa could fall because they aren't analogous enough to historical regulations. Yes, like the uh, red flag laws you're so happily happy about that passed. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 So looks like it was actually legal to carry guns on planes until the early 1970s when they passed laws after the Havana hijacking. Uh huh. So because someone got on a plane and no one was able to stop it and hijacked it, all other flights. Had to not have firearms on them. What I want to know is, 
If you could have a firearm on a flight until that point, how the hell did that plane get hijacked? Right. Also, why was that the tipping case? Did it happen a lot until that point, or was it uh, infrequent? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of firearms, the Attorney General of California accident, accidentally released the uh, names and addresses of residences that people do not want to steal from. Yeah, they uh, leaked the names and addresses of gun owners in the state. Oh, Good thing they don't keep a registry of who owns firearms. What the <laughs> deuce. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so prior to 1970, uh-huh. there are um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine recorded plane hijackings in America. Uh-huh. Dating back to the 1920s. The dawn of flight. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, and most of those were like... The dawn of public flight. I yes, say. the dawn of public flight. Like somebody stole a plane like from the airfield type of thing. Right. Um, 1961 was the first U.S. airline flight hijacking. Happened uh, on a flight going to Cuba. I mean... <laughs> yep from from marathon florida um oh no it was it was hijacked to cuba it was going from marathon florida to key west it was hijacked by a man carrying a knife and a gun who demanded the flight divert to havana huh uh and then um there was an attempted skyjacking of an airline on american soil um, what's the difference between hijack and skyjack? I have no idea. Uh, is that like in uh, Batman when Bane takes over oh, the airplane? Skyjacking is when they board the plane and try to steal it, as opposed to already being on already the plane? being on the plane. Um. <laughs> So again, is this like Bane flying Apparently. in from above, <laughs> opening the door? <laughs> Apparently. Now is not the time to panic. Comes later. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then 1970s, we get, uh, um, let's see, ni 1972, I believe, is when the actual laws were passed for that good thing there weren't any hijackings since then right let's see so since then there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen between 1972 and 1979 so in the first 50 years of public flight there were nine nine and in the Second 50 years of public flight, there was... Oh, no, those are just 
those are just since 1972. There were one, two, three, four, five. There were five in America prior to five, no, six, six prior to. So there's 22 total in the 1970s. Right, 20, 22 in just the 70s? In just the 70s. Uh, in just the 70s. Just and the then, 70s. Yeah, just the 70s. You mean the 70s, that time frame we talked about a few weeks ago where everything was turned upside down? Yes. Oh, interesting. And then there were five in the 1980s. So there was 10 in the first 50 years. Yes. And then there was 22 in the 70s when they passed the law. Yes. And then there was five in the 80s Uh and four. Looks like four. In the 90s? In the 90s, yep. Then nothing happened in the early 2000s. And then one in the early 2000s in America. False. What? Well, they count September 11th as one. It's it's only counted once. False. (laughs) I believe that was four airplanes. That was four airplanes, but it was one date, one event. It was one. Okay. <laughs> well, and good. then there was one in July 7th of 2021. <laughs> they hijacked the entire private public S- air fleet. Oh, good thing there was just one that year. <laughs> so there were none in America in the 2010s. There's one in the 2020s so far. Okay. Last year. Yeah. July 7th, last year. Ah, Somebody grabbed the flight controls of a Cessna. Okay. And was restrained by the pilot and other passengers. So an attempted hijacking, not a successful hijacking. Yes. So he was like Donald Trump, trying to reach forward and break the pilot's clavicle while trying to commandeer the plane and turn back to wherever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, that's interesting. Ten in the first five decades, and then all hell breaks loose when the law In the passed. 70s. Yep, all hell in the 70s. That was crazy in the 70s. Holy shit. Good thing they passed that law. It would have been much worse. And, <laughs> I mean, granted, this also includes, like, attempts. Right. And if there was more than one the same day, they count that as one. As one, as we learned from September 11th, yes. Yeah. (laughs) And those are just the ones in America. There there are hundreds of them across the the world. A lot of them out of Israel, or uh, no, that's not Israel, that's India. Out of India. I can understand um, international flights having that kind of restriction because you're going to a whole, whole other country. country. Yeah. <laughs> However, when you're flying within the United States, statistics show that you don't need to worry about the responsible gun owners. Planes in and out of India get hijacked a lot. That's kind of, um, it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. That place is just kind of weird in general. Anyway, anyway, that was a fun rabbit hole. Yeah, you're welcome. California. California Attorney General leaks the names and addresses of gun owners within the state. Unbelievable. It's a 
Good thing they don't keep records of who owns firearms. You lost it? No, no. She was just... (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't lose it. He just broadcast it to the entire world. (laughs) (laughs) California Attorney General's office leaked the named... Names and addresses of thousands of gun owners across the state, the Reload reported Tuesday. Files leaked from the database included the home, addresses, full names, and dates of birth for every gun owner in the state. That's not even, it's not just a bad thing for just gun owners in general. It's a uh, identity theft issue. Yes, it is. 100%. 100%. That is way more information than they need to... That leak included the private information of 244 judges and 420 reserve officers, in addition to thousands of private civilians. I'm sure those judges weren't going against the attorney general's um, stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure, no. I'm sure those reserve officers weren't trying to arrest people for things the attorney general didn't want people arrested for. I'm sure. The outlet reported that social media posts confirmed the leak revealed data from an assault weapons registry as well. So like knives and brass knuckles and stuff or. Oh, Oh yeah, of course. Oh, rifles that can fire multiple rounds without reloading those, those things. California attorney general, Rob Bonta issued a press release Monday announcing new and updated firearms data available through the California Department of Justice uh, 2022 Firearms Dashboard Portal. Today's announcement puts power and information into the hands of our communities by helping them better understand the role and potential dangers of firearms within our state. Wow! (laughs) Rob Punta. That is a... Bonta. Oh, it's a B. It's a... (laughs) I was... Confused. Been around the construction site a little too long. <laughs> oh. Hey, these are the bad people in your neighborhood. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go knock on their doors. Idiots. <laughs> uh, at the time publication, the link to the dashboard alerts users the website is temporarily unavailable. I wonder why. The reload did not publish leaked data due to security concerns for those involved in the leak. Good for them. <laughs> we are investigating an exposure of individuals, personal information, connections. It existed on the internet for five seconds. It's out. It's there. on the dark web. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. If it wasn't already. Yeah, well, that's fair. I mean, that's the, that's the uh, general fear of having a list of any type of thing like that. You know, these registrations. Uh-huh. We are investigating an exposure of individuals' personal information connected to DOJ firearms dashboard. Attorney General Bonta's press office told the Daily Caller, any authorized re- release of personal information is unacceptable. It looks like it was fully authorized from the Attorney General, if I'm reading that uh, announcement of his correctly. So, we are working swiftly to address this situation. We'll provide additional information as soon as possible. No, stop providing information. That's the thing. <laughs> the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> what a stupid son of a bitch. Thanks, Joe. Glad you see eye to eye with us on that one. Morons. Yes, every friggin' one of them. Holy shite. 
skull puts power and information to the hands of our communities by helping no! them... No! You <laughs> dense, irritating, miniature beast of burden! I hope he's short. <laughs> it's he is now. <laughs> Sad little man. Sad, strange little man. <laughs> uh, across the country to the land of freedom, Florida. Uh, <laughs> this is from... Washington Post, democracy dies in darkness. DeSantis's plans for colleges rattle some academics. A blessing, a blessing from the Lord. God be praised. God be praised. <laughs> Lord bless this man. You're welcome. <laughs> Whatever interventions you have, give them all to him. <laughs> Just, just help him to remain good and, and straight on the path. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. And to think he was almost not governor by just a couple points to a, his opponent who was caught doing blow off of a gay hooker's butt. He was gay, almost governor. Gay hooker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does that make the opponent key? No, no, not at all. No, 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 no. Wrong, 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 wrong. Here's how evil Ron DeSantis is, according to Washington Post. In his efforts to remake higher education in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis has signed laws that alter the tenure system, remove Florida universities from commonly accepted accreditation practices, and mandate annual, quote, viewpoint diversity surveys, end quote, from students and, and faculty. Do it. Sorry, I couldn't help it. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Only now, in the end, do you realize <laughs> the power of the right side. Uh, DeSantis also pushed through legislation he dubbed the, quote, Stop Woke Act. Stop, don't come back. <laughs> that regulates what schools, including universities and workplaces, can teach about race and identity. The legislation, which went into effect Friday, already faces a legal challenge. Here's what their challenge is. The lawsuit argues that the act violates constitutional rights and would have a dangerous chilling effect on academic freedom. A judge is expected to rule soon on a request by University of Central Florida associate professor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this week, the judge denied similar requests from other plaintiffs saying they lack standing. Um, <clears throat> the state has asked the judge to dismiss the suit. What are they worried about? Well, Casanello, Casanello, who teaches classes in civil rights movements, Jim Crow America, and Emancipation and Reconstruction, argued the law, quote, restricts his ability to accurately and fully teach these subjects, end quote. Because they are not accurate? Uh-huh. Is that, is that what he's getting at there? I guess. Um, yeah, they... Uh, um, 
DeSantis said he wants to prevent the state's colleges and universities from becoming, quote, hotbeds for stale ideologies, end quote. <laughs> and from developing, quote, intellectually, rep intellectually repressive environments, end quote. <laughs> uh, That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> Some welcome his plans, but the measures have other faculty and academic leaders concerned. They also worry that Republicans intend to go even further to exert political control over public higher education and that the conflicts roiling Florida signal fights to come in other states. Yes! Yes! Please. Uh, la, 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 la. There was something in here I thought... It is no exaggeration to say that the DeSantis administration represents an existential threat to higher education in the state of Florida. You can't handle the truth! <laughs> J. Andrew Gothard, the statewide president of the United Faculty of Florida and an instructor in the English department at Florida Atlantic University. In June, DeSantis lauded work experience over, quote, a magic piece of paper which likely would have cost too much money anyway, end quote, when he signed a law allowing state agencies to substitute work experience, including military experience, for college degrees in hiring. <laughs> Give me someone that served eight years in the Navy or the Marine Corps. That education is going to be much more beneficial and pert pertinent than someone that went uh that went one hundred thousand dollars in debt to get a degree in zombie studies to send to set <laughs> i love chinese people too but come on <laughs> yeah part of all this stuff too is the whole uh um uh the uh <clears throat> white privilege uh, tests and stuff like that, mm. <clears throat> making it so companies can't do that to their employees because it's racist. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> hey, you can't do this whole white privilege training and telling people that they're racist because they're white. Well, that, it, that messes with how I teach reconstruction. Does it? You know what I love? I love the fact that every hit piece we read from, like, Washington Post, New York Times, whatever, every one of the hit pieces they write on DeSantis actually makes me like him more. Oh, 100%. Like, the, the quotes that they take, even out of context... Are fantastic. Are just fantastic. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> <laughs> a magic piece of paper and and then the ones that they try to pull in context for the opposition just make you think that they're absolute blundering idiots in the first place so <laughs> it's just no you look like an idiot <laughs> just backfires on every front it really does <laughs> every time uh, let's see how do they end this uh, 
Last month, the accrediting agency announced that it would take no further action after a committee visited the University of Florida to evaluate whether the school was in compliance with standards requiring integrity and academic freedom and reviewed new procedures. School officials said in a statement that the outcome, quote, affirms the university's commitment to the academic freedom of its faculty members and the First Amendment's guarantees of rights of free speech. It remains to be seen whether other jurisdictions follow Florida's example on accreditation, Kelchin said, but he noted DeSantis' significant national clout and said scrutiny of higher education sends a clear message to the political base during an election year that we care about your priorities. Which is true. I mean, honestly, higher education is something that's been needed to be reevaluated for a freaking decade. Not even reevaluated, overhauled. Really? Just <laughs> really? Just. Though. Got it and start over. Like it is, it is such a freaking cesspool, and it's so worthless. Uh-huh. Like un- unless you have a very, very specific goal in mind for what you're doing with it, there, there is no point to it. It's uh, getting harder and harder to justify spending that much money because, off the top of my head, engineering degrees are pretty much it. But it's okay. We should just forgive all student debt. Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. That's the sound of people drowning, Carl. That is what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming and then silence. That's the sound of the nation drowning, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my pudding? Where's my pudding? (laughs) I am... I am very hopeful DeSantis runs for president. I am too. So long as he maintains this kind of attitude. Right. Because he seems to have, even his uh, people that speak for him on behalf of him have the same thing going on. Yes. (laughs) They take no crap from the... The only downside to DeSantis being president is he would no longer be allowed to be the governor of Florida. Right. That's the thing. Is, Is there someone that could fill those... Massive shoes for Florida. I mean, Trump could go to Florida and <laughs> take his place. People for a tell bit. me all the time I'm the best governor. <laughs> Second best, Trump. Second best. <laughs> but here's here's what I also kind of think. Because Donald Trump's running. There's ninety nine point nine nine whatever percent chance he's running for president again. Because mostly personal reasons. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it was personal the first time. And it was even more personal. (laughs) And it's even more personal now. (laughs) That being said, he proved his point the first time, because the whole point of the first time running was that that little tiff that he had with Obama, where Obama said something about him not being able to be half the president he was. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) And... He was correct. He wasn't half the president he was. He, he was, was twice the he president. Was he was 10 times the president. At least. <laughs> so I guess Obama was right. Just not how he thought. Just not the way that he expected to be right. <laughs> but, so Donald Trump runs and DeSantis jumps in after winning the race for governor. Even if DeSantis loses, it's going to push Donald Trump more to the right. Because he has to, to beat DeSantis. That's fair. So either way, (laughs) either way, it's bad news for uh, 
the Trump derangement syndrome people. Because then they'll start getting DeSantis derangement syndrome if they haven't already. already but I like DeSantis's tweets way more. Oh, yes. And, and the things that he does just crack me up. They both crack me up, but in different ways. In different ways, yes, exactly. Excuse me, excuse, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> One of them is funny, like watching a, a massive wreck that you just can't look away from. <laughs> a massive wreck the, that you told people would happen if they the, didn't listen to you. The other one is funny, like going to a, a dry comedy bar or something like that. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, love to see it. Because I don't think either one of them would Funny be. like a mental asylum versus a dry comedy bar. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think either one of them would be willing to be VP to the other. No, I don't think they, they would. They are both very much alphas. Yes, they are. Very much so. Very strong alphas. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's fine. We can do four more years of Trump and then eight years of DeSantis. That'd be okay. Either, like I said, either way. <laughs> either way. Yeah, it's all Just, good. DeSantis is like 40, I think. Yeah, see, perfect. Another four years, it'll be... Yeah. Yeah. You know, that'd be great. Be great. So... I'm all right with that. So in case you're one of those uh, people who are upset at the United States because it's terrible or something, so you feel... <clears throat> fear not. Forbes is swooping into the rescue. <laughs> How to move out of the U.S. and the best places to escape. Do it. <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out. Doc, don't come back. <laughs> it's like when... <laughs> so, <laughs> wife and I were in the car listening to the musics as we're driving. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> my wife remembered that uh, Pink said something about she doesn't want pro-life people to listen to her music. As we're listening to one of her songs done by a cover artist, I said, okay, fine. I won't listen to her music. I'll just listen to cover artists who are pro-life <laughs> Do doing her music. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Twist my arm on that one. <sighs> Wondering how to move out of the U.S.? You're not alone. I don't want to move out. Between the recent Supreme Court decision on abortion rights, gun violence, and other safety concerns. <laughs> what? I, I can't even begin to put myself in that kind of mindset to understand things like that. Seriously. Racial tensions, politics, inflation, and more. Many Americans have had enough and are thinking about moving abroad to places like Canada. Uh-huh. Please. Portugal. By all means. Italy. Last I checked, Portugal it. and Italy have more strict abortion stuff than the United States does. That's fair. Following the U.S. Supreme Court's controversial decision to overturn Roe v. Wade on Friday, the site International Living, a leading authority for anyone looking for global retirement or relocation opportunities, witnessed a surge in traffic with people searching for a number of move-to terms. This included terms like moving out of the U.S. I want to move out of the U.S., moving out of America, how to leave America, and leaving America. With the top search volume coming under the phrase how to move out of the United States, which spiked by a staggering 4,000%. Leave. Please. I don't please care. Please leave. 
Why don't you care about these Please. people? Because they Please. don't care. That's why. I don't care about them because they don't care about me or you or the rest of the country. Americans who perhaps had the idea in the back of their minds to look for a foothold overseas, like 70% of Hollywood, if not a new home entirely, are taking this Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade as impetus to actually do something about it. And they're looking for guidance, says Jennifer Stevens, executive editor of International Living. As one visitor to our website put it, my husband and I were just talking about this idea with our kids. They're frustrated. We're frustrated. It's too much. Are your kids frustrated? Are they? Yes, they are frustrated that they didn't get aborted. Gosh. They're so mad about it. I, I reserve the right to remove the right from other people. Oh. That's not what abortion is, except that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally had a discussion with a lady the other day. And I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> I, I had a small aneurysm from it. <laughs> She's defending abortion. Right. And she used herself as an example. Uh-huh. Because her mother should have aborted her. Okay. Yeah. And she's still around because... Uh, because she has two kids and she's trying to provide a better life for them than she had. So, yeah, that was where my mind went, too. So she's living the American dream. Yes, yes, she's a psychologist. Because her mother decided her life was more valuable than her own life. So, so her... Well, her, her mother shouldn't have had an abortion because of anything medical. Her mother should have had an abortion because she couldn't raise a child, and so she put the child up for adoption. Oh. So because her mother realized that she wouldn't be able to properly provide a better life for her child, she gave her child an opportunity for a better life. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, to which but she you know, the system, everything is so broken. To which she uh, became... Foster care and everything is so bad that she just led a terrible, terrible, awful life and is suffering through, um, you know, mild success and having a family she, of her a, own. A psychologist, you said? Yes. Uh, so she's making somewhere in the neighborhood of six figures a year? Probably. because her, If she's any good at it. Because her mother decided, I can't provide the life that I want my child to have. So instead of killing her, I will put her up for adoption. Where yeah. she has and a and my guess is she probably life. specializes in childhood trauma. So she's she's got so a profession where she's literally helping people. Child psychologist. I I'm not sure. All I remember from her thing is that she worked as a psychologist. Okay. But well, but my guess is from from what she was saying of her experience is that she's probably. Not not necessarily a child psychologist, but a psychologist dealing with childhood trauma mm. type of thing. Mm. So, mm. so, yeah. Either way, somewhere Either in the way. neighborhood of six figures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a horrible, horrible situation to be placed in by your mother who cared more about your life than her own self-interest. Yeah. That's awful terrible. Yeah. And she, she literally said the words, I wish I had been aborted. And she didn't kill herself because... Because she has two daughters that she Right, before then. Before yeah. then. 
before I, she made the choice know. to bring more children into the world because she could provide a better oper- a better future for her children than her birth mother could have. I don't know. It's almost like it's a cult. Um, <clears throat> really, really is. <laughs> a death cult, even. It's not just abortion rights motivating people, said Stevens. There's a greater sense of urgency to put an escape plan in place, now in part because people are worried about what this court ruling may mean, not only for women's rights, but for the rights of others as well, given that same-sex marriage, for instance, may also be at risk of being overturned. Only Justice Clarence Thomas mentioned it, and he only mentioned it by saying this should probably be reviewed. One out of nine justices said this might be worth looking at again. Yeah. Just to make sure we got it right. <laughs> just drop everything that you've built here in the country and go somewhere else where it's illegal to have gay marriage. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Ah. <sighs> International Living also saw traffic swell this past weekend by more than 600% on its best LGBTQ plus friendly countries to retire to. And you know what? Shockingly, shockingly, the Middle East is not anywhere among those. What? Those listed I countries. Thought it, I thought it was because all these big businesses that do the rainbow stuff, they operate in the Middle East too. Yeah. Oh, oh! They don't do the rainbow things in the in their Middle Eastern websites. Yeah, they, oh. there's there's like Spain, there's Vietnam, Uruguay, 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 <laughs> Italy, <laughs> Mexico, Costa Rica, Portugal. You know, you know, I hear the island of Lesbos is beautiful <laughs> this time of year. Panama. Colombia, France, Ecuador. You know, somewhere in the, somewhere in the shadow of... And uh, Thailand. Somewhere in the shadow all... of Mount Vesuvius might be yes. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Be a good one. Yeah. In addition... They to... have all that oil money, you know? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's, it's got to be... It's got to be ripe with opportunities. Yes. Just right before the picking. Yep. In addition, a number of attorneys and companies who help Americans obtain second citizenships have seen a huge spike in inquiries and applicants. Marco Permunian is the founder of Italian Citizenship Assistance, an Italy-based agency with offices in New York and L.A. Hmm, progressive, progressive. That specializes in Italian citizenship law and immigration matters, as well as helping with the purchase of property in Italy. Permunian huh. says that a desire to escape what's perceived as growing domestic political instability, coupled with the broader acceptance of remote working arrangements, is driving this surge in interest. The political instability, the social unrest, and other political events have acted as accelerators in this process and sparked the desire in people pertaining to both sides of the political spectrum to have a plan B. The problem is, on the correct side of the political spectrum, there is no plan B. Uh huh. Because there is no other country in this world with as much potential and as great as America is. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Even celebrities are getting itchy feet. Good. Go away. Please. At a concert this week in UK, Green Day frontman Billy Joe Armstrong told the audience that he is planning to renounce his citizenship following the U.S. Supreme Court reversal of Roe v. Wade. Good. Get out. <clears throat> in a recent interview with People, the actress Taraji P. Henson, have no idea who that is, said she's thinking about moving out of the United States. Good. Get out. Get tired of fighting. I'm tired. Yes, you've only had it your way for the past... 100 years. <clears throat> like many Americans, the Oscar-nominated actress says she imagines life in a foreign country to be much simpler. Uh-huh. I want to go where there's neutral ground. <laughs> uh, I want to just be and be happy. I want to be called Bella every day. Drink wine and swap flies on the porch, stress-free. You know you can do that here in the U.S. You just don't get yourself involved in politics. And then you won't be swarmed by politics. You can just be an actress, maybe. <laughs> uh, there's financial appeal. Almost as if progressive policies and increased taxation is making people want to not have taxes. Interesting. So that's, that is the one thing I would, I would search is... Countries without tax. <laughs> right. A country that has the lowest tax. <laughs> and no extradition. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Good for them. And no gun laws. Yeah. Or easily bribable police, either or. If I remember right, the... Uh, uh, the coven that is the view. <laughs> uh, they were broadcasting last week or the week before from uh, one of the islands, Florida island places, Caribbean, something. I don't know. <clears throat> They're broadcasting from one of those places. And uh, someone went and looked up the uh, abortion laws for said place because they were all upset about Roe v. Wade and how this country's going to hell because of it. The abortion laws in the country in which they were broadcasting from on the beautiful beach, it was illegal in just about every case, and the woman and the doctor would be thrown in jail and fined heavily. So, <laughs> they chose a great place <laughs> to... Oh, it's like they pander or something. <clears throat> <laughs> I need to get out of here. Okay, go. Go on, get. <laughs> Don't let the statue hit you on the way out. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, too, because California has lost 300-some-odd thousand residents to other states. Places like Florida have gained a lot of residents. It's almost as if people are looking for places to actually be free and to not pay a lot of money to be free. 
Yep. And now, uh, <clears throat> now some of those same people are looking to leave the country because I'm not free to kill a child all higgledy piggledy before it's born. It's not of mine, never mind. <laughs> but that's none of my business. Yeah. Good for them. Get a, Go on, get out, get as far away from DeSantis as you can. Because he's probably the devil incarnate once he <clears throat> steps above the governor role. He can only be governor of Florida for one, one more term. So, because they have term limits on governors. Yeah, as they should. As they should. Unfortunately, it keeps people like him from being governor for longer. <laughs> the downside to term limits. <laughs> yep. Uh, any hooters well <coughs> that's it that's all that's the it. things that's all we got it's all the fun and games and excitement we could cram into uh, 15 minutes a little longer than 15 minutes 15 minutes give or take times give or take a <clears throat> give or take an hour uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or three. Uh, yeah, well, uh, like, subscribe, share, 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 share. Leave All a review. Things. Leave a review. Um, if you can give us a warm insult with a five-star review. <clears throat> I don't care if you say re reprehensible things about me as long as the stars are the correct number. Because that's all we'll look at. Because that's all we'll look at. <laughs> yes. However, if it's hilarious, we'll read it. On air, even. On air. You could be famous you, like you us. Could, you, <laughs> <laughs> you could be obscure podcast famous. <laughs> Put that on your resume. Yes, sir. I was on a podcast once. <laughs> it'll, it'll look better on a resume in Florida than a degree will apparently so with that <gasps> bye is that how it goes that's the way the cookie crumbles yes Oh, that's disappointing. Isn't it? It is. It <gasps> is. Start ticking. There is the ticking. Ah. Ah. Tick tock, tick tock. All right. Got my feet up on my handy dandy <clears throat> folder box. It's, it's a good place for it. Oh, yes, and stored and uh, useful. Yes. So, you know, all is well. All right, well, are we ready to begin then? Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Do the thing. All right. Well, uh, catch you guys next week. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. wait. No. I was wrong. Jumped the gun. I thought I would just skip to the good part. <laughs> <laughs>